You're listening to Let's Talk Cuyahoga, a podcast that explores county initiatives and pulls back the curtain to reveal the work and the people who are driving Cuyahoga County forward. In this episode, we're taking a deep dive into Lake Erie and asking the question, how are community partners across the county creating better access to our lakefront? And what does a water-centric future look like? Here's County Executive Armand Budish. Welcome to Let's Talk Cuyahoga. I'm Armand Budish, the County Executive for Cuyahoga County. And today we're talking about our most important resource, our water, our lake, our lakefront. Um, and there's no better person to talk about this than Mike Devert. Mike is our public works director for the county, and he's been very involved in everything we're doing along the lakefront. Uh, so, Mike, let me start with, you know, I, I, I've been to Baltimore, I've been to Chicago, you know, I see the wonderful things they've done on their waterfronts. How come we can't do that here? Well, that's, that's a great question, Armin. And actually, it was back in 2019 is when you approached us after you did a tour of the Euclid Beach uh, the Euclid Plan, as it's been called in uh, in the city of Euclid. Um, you did a tour there and met with Mayor Gale and saw the really transformative work that they're doing over there in the city there. So in turn, you came back to us and said, hey, what can we do? How can we make a connection along the 32 miles of Lake Erie? And so myself and my team got together uh, we looked at plans that had been developed over the last 20-plus years of lakefront uh, improvement plans. A lot of those were gathering dust on the shelf. And we were trying to figure out how can we bring those projects to fruition. So we started the process of reviewing those plans, seeing where we could maybe update or make improvements to them. But at the same time, how do we make that access to the waterfront? So the way this really came about was that I was chatting with my son, Daniel, and uh, who's uh, uh, a young, I guess he's millennial, I don't know what they call it, Gen X, uh, but he, uh, I asked him what we could, could we do that would be transformative in Cuyahoga County, and he said, waterfront access, lakefront access, put a boardwalk from one end of the county to the other. Now, we couldn't do a boardwalk, but we've looked at uh, other options, and you have uh, taken the lead and put together a lakefront access plan. Can you tell us about that? So thanks. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you to Daniel Budish for uh, <laughs> catching up with you and, and, and putting this great idea into your head. Um, so what we did is uh, we looked at, since you couldn't develop a boardwalk the entire 32 miles, how is there, a, uh, what way can we go about trying to create uh, those access points on the lakefront and those parallel routes to connect those access points? We also looked at the north-south routes coming in towards the water. We have more than 17 county roads that stretch from north to south that ultimately terminate at the waterfront. So and those are important because people, this is not just a plan for people who live right on the lake. This is a plan where for everybody who lives in the county that with these access roads, you can get to the lakefront. That's right. That's right. There was many of the roads, too, that were very busy and congested, and there just wasn't room to be able to make those connections. So we had to look to other parallel routes that can continue that connection points. So much like out in, uh, in Bay Village, we looked at Wolf Road as opposed to Lake Road, which is right along the lakefront there. 
Lake Road is very busy. It's a very narrow route. So in turn now, we've looked at Wolf Road, the next parallel route there, and there was plenty of room to be able to put bike multimodal use on that road there. So we're making a significant investment out in Bay Village. So uh, you, you referred to the fact that there are multiple uh, access points, multiple places along the lake. There's already things going on, and I believe you've created a map that can uh, help people understand what actually has already gone on along the lakefront and what the plans are for the future. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so the map is all of those improvements that have been happening over the last 15 to 20 years now. And then those improvements that are currently already scheduled to happen. One of those uh, improvements that's underway right now is over at Brad Street Landing in Rocky River. County made investment along with the city, and they received some federal and state dollars. They've got a great project going on over there, improving access to the waterfront. So that is one of the many that are happening along the lakefront. When the Metro Parks ended up taking uh, control of the waterfront parks from uh, Huntington Beach, they, uh, they, they uh, oversee that park. But at the same time, in the late 2000s, um, the Metro Parks took ownership from the city of Cleveland of the lakefront parks, specifically Edgewater Park, uh, Euclid Beach Park, uh, Wildwood Park, and they've really done some great transformative work at those parks. Now, what's the, what's the benefit of having better access to the lakefront? The benefit is uh, it's, 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 uh, it's important for uh, our community. Our county is one of eight counties in Ohio that has direct access to Lake Erie. We need to leverage that exclusivity. 90% of the lakefront is privately held. So if we're able to get uh, a greater access for our residents here, that in turn helps translate into businesses being interested in moving here. If people have more recreational activities available to them, businesses would be inclined to be move into our area here, which is important for this region. You know, you, you talk about businesses. I was down in... Uh uh, near Gordon Square, where they've connected out to the lakefront. Uh, I believe uh, uh, City Councilman Matt Zone was very uh, collaborative on that e- effort. Um, and what's happened is that there's all kinds of stuff going on around it. There's new housing that's grown up. There's new uh, businesses that's grown up. And uh, that's what can happen when you have the access to the lakefront that people love. It's completely transformative there in the Edgewater Park neighborhood, in the Gordon Square neighborhood. That work that has taken place, the improvements to the the shoreway, the slowing down of the shoreway between uh, uh, West Boulevard and ultimately West 25th Street has really transformed that area there. And those type of transformative projects are possible throughout Cuyahoga County along the lakefront. The county's newly published Lakefront Public Access Plan Summary gives a status update on lakefront projects and details the four focus areas where further work will be done. You can read the entire plan at cuyahogacounty.us slash podcast. I know that this all takes a lot of work, investigation, study. You've done a study. You've done a map. Tell me about the study, and we're going to put it out there for the public to see. Yeah, very exciting. I'm happy to say we just completed the study. So back in 2019, when you approached us to to look at this larger project, we had to commission a study. We uh, um, partnered with our, our county planning commission, Jim Sonhalter and Mary Serby, the executive director over there. 
And uh, we, in turn, then retained the services of the Smith Group, which initiated the study, which involved really uh, reaching out to those people that live along the lakefront and then reaching out to those, uh, just the general public, to get their input on what they would like to see on the waterfront here. That's, that study took more than two a year and a half to complete, and now what came out of the study itself are specific focus areas where people have shown interest that they would like to see some type of investment made in turn for that public access. So from that, we have specifically four focus areas that we're working on, but there are many others in the next stage of this also that we'd like to be able to move forward in the very near term. And the study has all kinds of good information, and we're going to make it available to the public. That's right. It should be up on our county website as we speak. Now, you know, the counties and you have been extremely involved in this, but nobody does this themselves. In a few minutes, we're going to be talking to uh, Brian Zimmerman from the Metro Parks and Mayor Gale from Euclid, but this requires a whole lot of collaborators. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, instrumental. The six lakefront communities of Cuyahoga County were very instrumental. Bay Village, Rocky River, Lakewood, Cleveland, Bratnall, and Euclid. Uh, the Cleveland Metro Parks, Brian Zimmerman, one of the best partners anyone could ask for. Port of Cleveland, Regional Sewer District, the County Planning Commission is our partner in the study. Uh, the Ohio Department of Natural Resources, NOACA, Department of Transportation, John Picuri over there. Kent State Urban Collaborative, another group that was helpful in helping to develop the vision here. You mentioned Matt Zone from the Western Reserve Land Conservancy. Matt has been instrumental in his new role over there. And then also advocacy from the Green Ribbon Coalition mm -hmm. and also the Rock Hall. Tim Oftermatt over at the Rock Hall, great ideas that they've got going down there that are going to be linking together one of our key projects down on between 9th and East 55th. There's so much going on, and now I know for a fact that the new Cleveland administration has become extremely interested in lakefront activity and lakefront access. Um, but let me ask you, what projects specifically, are there two or three or four projects you're working on right now? Yeah, so uh, projects that are already underway, as been mentioned, is Brad Street Landing and Rocky River. But we have four specific projects that came out of our initial study. And those start with uh, the Lake Clifton Connector, which is basically between Rocky River and West Clifton and Lakewood and Rocky River. That bridge connector there, uh, it's, a, it's a great linear park that we're looking to be a, a connector between other lakefront access points. Uh, so what are you doing there, putting bike lanes or something? Yeah, right now it is a, a four-lane, basically, highway traveling through there. It's been narrowed down uh, to one lane in each direction, including the bridge itself. And uh, there isn't the capacity that is needed for uh, road or vehicles on that road any longer. So we've been in communication with ODOT. Obviously, we've talked to the cities, the metro parks, and everyone's very much in favor of moving forward and narrowing that down to a more linear park. So we've got some great ideas for the, the north end of that, that road project. Okay, so that's one, Rocky River. Uh, uh, a bridge. What else you got? So another project we're working on is called the Lakefront uh, Connector, the Cleveland, and that's between East 9th and 55th Street. This is really the last piece to connect downtown to University Circle. Um, 
This is a, a great project that's along the north marginal. Once again, um, uh, there's one project that uh, Metro Parks is specifically leading up. It's called the Cheers Study, and I'm sure Brian will get into that a little bit later. But this will be able to connect the Cheers Study to East 9th Street along the north marginal. So we're working uh, feverishly on that project as we speak, and we hope to have a shovel in the ground on that late next year. That'll be very helpful. Anybody who's tried to take a bike down to Marginal is uh, asking for uh, an exciting trip. Uh, what else you got? So uh, one really transformative project that we're working on is over on the east side around East 156, an area called Beulah Park. Uh, it's, it connects next to um, Euclid Beach Park. This is uh, uh, going to be new waterfront access, uh, much like uh, the Euclid plan, where they basically traded off improvements, uh, private property shoreline improvements for public access. We're going to tra- basically do a similar project here along East 156th Street going uh westbound from that road there and it it should uh approximately three quarters of a mile of new lakefront access so you have all these little pieces along the lake that are already either up or going to be up and i imagine what you're doing is connecting it all that's exactly it that's part of the task that's exactly it and all it takes is a lot of money (laughs) <laughs> and, and that's the the biggest challenge here, and that's where we are out chasing as many dollars as possible. Uh, there's a great opportunity in front of us right now with federal and state monies being available for infrastructure projects as we come out of this crisis period. I know we just had a conversation with NOACA, and they offered to be as helpful as they could with uh, providing us some money to uh, do some of these projects. Looking forward to their assistance. These are important projects. Probably the, our most important asset is the Lake, Lake Erie, and so we need to take advantage of it while we have the opportunity. And uh, you know, there's been much in the newspaper about uh, what I might call the Haslam Project, the one you know that would uh, build a land bridge uh, from the malls that exist now over to the lake. And does what you're doing connect with all that? Oh, definitely. That uh, Really interested to see where that project ultimately goes. We think it's a great idea. We've been looking at that for quite a while, but um, um, we see it as connecting well, both our East 9th to 55th Street project and then those projects that are along the Cuyahoga River, the Towpath Trail, which is just recently completed after uh, more than 30 years of in planning and construction. Well, Mike, uh, thank you for taking the time uh, uh, to sit down and talk to me and talk to the public about all the great things that are going on with the lakefront. And nobody's doing more than you. So thank you for all of your energy that you're investing in this. Really appreciate it. It's most, one of the most exciting projects I've ever been involved in. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. If you want to take a deeper dive into all the projects across our lakefront, Check out our interactive story map that details each location with descriptions, pictures, and videos. Explore the map at cuyahogacounty.us slash podcast. Here we go with our second segment, and joining me is Brian Zimmerman, the CEO of the Metro Parks, and Mayor uh, Kristen Holtzheimer-Gale, who's the mayor of the city of Euclid. Uh, And both of them have been two of the leaders in the effort to uh, make sure that we have better access to our lake, which is our best asset 
in the Cuyahoga County. It's it's such a, a tremendous opportunity for us here that we haven't taken full advantage of. So uh, I want to thank you both for what you're doing and especially for coming in today to talk to us. So, uh, Mayor, let's start with you. What is going on in Euclid? What have you done and what do you intend to do going forward? Uh, th- thank you, County Executive Budish. It's really great to be here. Um, I'm really proud of what we've done in Euclid. Euclid is a lakefront city, um, one of the few, and for many years, I think we turned our back to it. The community turned its back to it. Um, We've opened up access. We have a wonderful project that is precedent setting, and many um, communities and many organizations across that are on bodies of water are looking to replicate what we've been able to do. So we really made a conscious decision to, to go through a whole community planning process, uh, and we've opened up access to the lakefront. So we have, uh, it was a multi-phase project, started with a pier uh, at Sims Park, and now includes a three-quarter mile multi-purpose trail along the shoreline that opens up access to what was once a private uh, private beach. So as you know, I've been out there, and I think it's fabulous. Is it being used? Are the residents of Euclid and potentially other uh, cities using it? Definitely. So many more. So you go down on a day, there's more people down there enjoying it than we've ever seen before. And you go down and you meet people from all over. Um, You know, Euclid, who didn't realize what we had, but people from Chagrin Falls and Bay Village and uh, wherever coming down to see um, what we have. And everyone's thrilled about it. Well, as you know, I have spoken about the Euclid Project being a model for what we want to do all across the the county, all across the lakefront, uh, from one end of the county to the other end, and I really appreciate what you've done. Let me turn for a minute to uh, Brian. So tell us what the Metro Parks involvement is with the lake and lakefront. Well, thank you again for having me on the podcast, County Executive. It's really interesting to see, um, having spent a lot of time on the Great Lakes, spent time in Milwaukee County for almost eight years and and looking how the park system there embraced uh, the natural beauty of Lake Michigan. And then now coming to Cleveland for over uh, 12 years and just kind of seeing, I would say, the evolution of what Euclid um, has been able to do and to how how the community has re-embraced its its waterfront connections. And I'm reminded that uh, Huntington is one of the original nine reservations. The park district's now more than 105 years old and the evolution and and the process by which we've um, really gained more um, national attention to our waterfronts. Certainly the Clean Water Act and the Cuyahoga River uh, put us on the the face of um, the national news for for many years, but to now see the area of concern, you know, getting close to being delisted, the fishing coming back, you know, so that's one, you know, one portion of it. Uh, But to see this east-west connection and the opportunities to not only look at Huntington, um, but all of the different communities that include Rock River and Bay Village, the city of Cleveland, we work through, you know, the commentary on, on Bratnall and, and, you know, the on-street possible connections. And then what Euclid's done is, is really transformation. It's an interesting carrot and stick, you know, because of a problem, um, it helps solve, the public helps solve the problem, the private benefits from that, but then the public then gains access to something they haven't seen before. And, and that's really remarkable. That's neat to see. And, and I would say people are really embracing it and people want to be connected to water. I mean, to see the sunsets and the views into the, you know, down town parts of the city of Cleveland. It's, it's really dramatic, and it's, it's heartwarming to see the, the process continue. When you talk about the downtown parks, I think the thing that most people know about is what you've done with Edgewater Park. It is transformed. It's become a place that people want to go and spend time at. So tell me about Edgewater, and tell me about other uh, places, because I know you've been active 
in many places along the lake. You know, it's really a, a string of interconnected opportunities, and, and Edgewater um, is really that one area that I think a lot of focus goes on because it's it's widely known kind of as that regional regional asset. And I would I would actually venture to say it's more national now because of um, the, the the standard of quality of care, the new beach house, uh, to see how people are re-embracing and reconnecting with it, um, to host large events between sand soccer, sand volleyball, um, the senior games. We've hosted all different types of events, the USA Triathlon, came out of there. And so it's that place where people want to be. It's a there there. Having said that, there's such an opportunity to go east and west from there, um, whether it be going over to the Cheers study, which we've talked about, which is called Cleveland Harbor Eastern Embayment Resilience Study. And that's really about creating this new conductivity from our East 9th area. The study area starts at East 55th, goes all the way through East 72nd to MLK. Why that I think is so significantly regionally important is because we're connecting the assets. People often look to Indianapolis and the cultural trails, and, and they look to us as how we're doing things. And I think it's there's some sort of flattery there, but we have some work to do. And, and certainly partnering with the county and the city and other municipalities um, will make this seem seamless. And, and if you're using your bike or your hiking, you want to have it be easy. You don't want to have to look, do I have to go left here? Where's the sign? How is it? Is there a level of cohesion? So the cheer study is is well into process. And then we have uh, Villa Angela, Euclid, Wildwood. We have our friends at the port um, and that um, connection there. So there's some really unique opportunities where we partnered with Western Reserve Land Conservancy on the manufactured home trailer park and that becoming into public hands. And then this opportunity to, to more regionalize that. And then the projects that we're working together to extend the park, uh, I think is really going to be dramatic. And then the connection over to Euclid um, it's going to seem a lot more seamless uh, than it ever has before. Well, your vision has been one of the things that's motivated me. I mean, it's really um, exciting. You know, the fact that we can get on a bike or walk on a path from one end of the county to the other in hopefully not too distant future, and you're connecting all the dots. So I think it's great. And, and let's not forget kayaks. So we also kayaks. have the Lake Erie Water Trail that uh, starts in Euclid and Cuyahoga County and goes throughout. So the metro parks have been part of that, making sure that, you know, for transportation along Lake Erie, we want people to also enjoy getting into the lake or onto the lake. Absolutely. Yeah. You go to Merwin's Wharf and you get the, was it canoes out there that you can get in? Um, it's fabulous. Yeah. yeah, we have the dragon boats there. So that's our, our dragon boat group is there. Um, and people can bring their own personal kayak. And, you know, certainly we want to, you know, make sure water safety, that's the the, the, the concept of the water trail that, you know, connects the, the part of our lake here. Um, but again, it's, it's connections. People want to feel connected to something. And when the trails go somewhere, that means something. They don't want an out and back experience. They want this loop. They want a connectivity, um, you know, to the institutions that are at uh, the University Circle area. It's going to be pretty pretty neat. The Cuyahoga County Planning Commission has been a fantastic partner in the county's lakefront efforts. Their website has detailed information on current lakefront plans, previously held public information meetings, and opportunities to submit public comment. Learn more at countyplanning.us. One of the problems that we've had with the lakefront and connecting, giving access to the public is the private property ownership that exists. There's so many private property owners along the lake. And, you know, a lot of them, at least initially, don't want people walking up and down in their front lawn or back lawn. So how did you deal with that in Euclid, Mayor? That's really what I think is the great success of our project, is we did have to work with um, more than 100 individual property owners to make this project happen. Um, 
And that's the Euclid model is building that private-public partnership, and it's really both sides win. So in our case, the residents who lived along the lake were really experiencing terrible erosion. Um, the property was falling into the water. Um, we wanted to open up access, so they traded easements to their property um, in exchange for us building erosion control and a trail on top of that. And so it really provided, it opened up access. There was some concerns originally, um, and the topography makes it doable. So the, the trail is at the water level, and there's in some cases 10 feet, in some cases 20 feet um, above to the private property. So private property owners maintain their private property. The trail is below, um, and it really has worked well. I think if there was one um, a question in everyone's mind is how will this work? But there's so many great examples from the towpath trail to the Emerald Necklace where trails go through or next to private property and it enhances the value, and it improves the community, and that's the same case here. Um, we have private property owners who gave up access, the easements, to their uh, lake frontage so that a public trail could be built. It's been all positive reaction. Well, Mayor, I think you have discovered the secret sauce to make this work, and I, uh, I think this can be productive mm -hmm. all along the lakefront. So thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, let me uh, ask uh, uh, Brian, uh, what's next? Well, there's a lot that's next. Uh, I think it's fascinating to see the, the fact that we're um, the Red Line Greenway has been completed and the, the reconnecting Cleveland planned that pulls the towpath all the way in um, to see the work that the city of Cleveland has been doing relative to Canal Basin Park. That's kind of a there, there on the water and it's either the start or the end, depending on the way you look at it. But to know that that's becoming greener is, is a really big deal. When we talk about Irish Town Bend and its capacity to kind of reframe the, the picture of downtown and that 20 plus acres is, is really going to be a remarkable landmark for this city to show you know how we've taken where seven different railroads operated you know during the um, you know a hundred plus years ago and to see that connection I think also seeing you know how do we continue to reimagine that East 9th, East 55th, the connections that can further go west. And when you hear, um, you know, from, you know, county council members and state uh, representatives that this is an important, it's an important thing, which I think will regionally set us apart. I think it will push the envelope a lot further. You know, is there capacity to go all the way over to Toledo? Is there capacity to take us to Pittsburgh? You know, the conversation that, you know, the towpath goes down to Zor and further, you know, is that opportunity to collect, connect the three C's, Cleveland, Columbus, Columbus and Cincinnati. So I, I think there's still the sky's the limit. I mean, there's still work for the next hundred years. But having said that, we're really doing our part here in Cuyahoga County, leading through efforts that, you know, started years ago or a decade ago, at least in Euclid, and then the fortitude to carry it on. I, I think that's that's the testament to what um, Cuyahoga County is doing. Brian, tell us about the environmental impacts of this work that you're doing out on the lakefront. Well, it's really, there, there's so many components that actually tie to this ecosystem. And I think the thing that's not lost on, you know, birding is the America's number one pastime. There's really no barrier to entry. And the fact that uh, Cleveland, Cuyahoga County, Sims Park, Villangelo, Euclid, Wildwood, uh, Edgewater Park, Wendy Park, Whiskey Island, they're in a very important part for the bird migration. And when you start to see the amount of um, resources that come in from the travel and tourism industry, if there happens to be a snowy owl that came in or any of the you know really um, unique gulls that actually come into town, uh, it's really interesting to see that ecosystem and how important birding is, let alone the uh, um, 
migration of the monarch butterflies. If you've not had a chance to get to Whiskey Island during the monarch butterfly migration, it is one of the absolute neatest things. You can be enveloped in thousands and thousands of migratory monarchs. And so, what month is that? Um, it's in the fall, right before before winter, so September, October area there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is absolutely fascinating to see that some of them they'll land on your head, they'll land on your <laughs> nose, um, and it's really it's a really important part of the ecosystem. So as much as we're creating this public access and this network, it's all about you know increasing the environmental conditions that allow for some of these habitats to continue. And we were talking about a beach house and not just one that's at Edgewater, but one that could be at Sims Park. And to show that connection is extremely important of having this this placemaking, this there there where people really want to gather and where events happen for years to come. How do the birds and the butterflies know that you've done all this work and opened these places up and that they should stop by and take a rest? It's it's in their DNA. It's how they're born. I mean, it's it's one of the things where the, the flyways, I mean, they can show all the different patterns of all the different wind conditions and how they lead themselves through and how they, they put the little, there's little dots that can go on them so they can actually transmit and they can actually follow them all the way down to Mexico. So it's, mm. it's a pretty neat ecosystem. It's very important. One of the things we've been doing at Wendy Park Whiskey Island, um, which we did get from the county a number of years ago, is making sure the plants that are there are actually there to refuel the birds and the butterflies so they can continue on their migration. So it's not just a plant, it's actually a fueling station for the migratory birds. And it's really fascinating just to see people come. I mean, this is a big, I mean, when you see the cameras, you can, you know, you can start with a pair of binoculars from, you know, the the local five and dime store. But when you see the cameras and the pictures that come, uh, it's truly remarkable to see that that ecosystem. Well, there's been forever talk about we need to do more with our lakefront and the two of you are doers you have gotten it done and you're still getting it done and i hope for many years from now you'll still be working on it and getting it done because there's nothing more important so let me thank you both for what you're doing and thank you for uh coming in and talking with us today appreciate it very much thank you thank you so much You can find out more about the Lakefront Public Access Plan by visiting cuyahogacounty.us slash podcast. Let's Talk Cuyahoga is a podcast that explores Cuyahoga County initiatives and the people who make them happen. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you won't miss our next episode. If you have any comments or questions about this podcast or maybe a topic you'd like us to take on in a future podcast, please email communications at cuyahogacounty.us.